From 89.7 WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR, this is the Chancellor's Report, featuring Mark Monet, Chancellor of the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. And here's your host, WUWM Content Manager, Ellie Ellis. Thank you for joining us today on the UWM Chancellor's Report. I'm Ellie Ellis. I'm here today with UWM Chancellor Mark Money. Hi, Mark. Hey, Ellie. How are you? Great. Hey. Um, today, our guests are President Michael Lovell from the uh, Marquette University, Gene Hassenlop, Marquette's Vice President for Research and Innovation, and uh, from UWM, Chia Vang, the Vice Chancellor for the Office of Diversity and Inclusion. Welcome, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for having us. All right. So uh, we're going to talk about crosstown collabor- uh, collaborations today to address poverty, and I'm going to start with Mark. Um, partnerships are an important and recognizable facet of, w- of UWM. Why is that? Well, uh, happy to address that. Let me just first say thanks to all our guests and Ellie for you having us, but it's a real honor for us to have our colleagues from Marquette and for us to really be able to talk about what we're doing. Um, this particular time frame is around poverty, but we've got some wonderful other challenges and, and, and opportunities that we're seeking to address together. Um, but I think why it's so important for us to work together is that the issues that we're facing, whether it's around poverty or education, healthcare, any number of, of issues, um, uh, we, we really need regional collaboration. The issues are just that big. And, and another way of saying that is that, that you know, we can, we can accomplish a lot more if we work together. And I think the final comment from UWM's perspective is that you think about our history and the way we've become recognized by the Carnegie Institution as an engaged community, engaged university, that's really part and parcel of our DNA. And so really, we're unique across the UW system to have that type of role and to find those opportunities and collaborate with great institutions like Marquette. So that's kind of my opening shot on that. President Lovell, tell us about how Marquette approaches partnerships. Well, uh, one thing, one perspective I have is throughout my career, when you have alignment of mission in, in common goals with another organization, uh, when you partner together, the pie just gets bigger and you can accomplish more, just like Mark said. And so as, as we think about Marquette and our mission, you know, we, we want to produce students who serve others in the greater society. What better example is of that is to you know, partner with somebody like UWM to really make a difference and be innovative and creative and hopefully improve the lives of others. And, you know, we, we believe this partnership we have with UWM around this particular project, you know, the President Chancellor's Challenge is a great example of ways that we can best serve our mission by best serving the, the city that we live in. Jane, do you have anything to add? Yeah, you know, I think we are seeing a generation of faculty now on our campuses who expect to be able to come and engage in really large, complicated issues. And the only way to do that is in partnership with other universities, with community partners, in in times with corporate partners. Um, And they're a great model for our students because the the, uh, partnerships we're going to be talking about today also involve our students as participants and as part of the the teams that are going after trying to grapple with some of Milwaukee's biggest problems. So UWM and Marquette have sometimes had a tenuous relationship as competitors, but things seem to be different now. I'm wondering why. I'll take the lead on that one uh, initially, and I know that our colleagues will have a a lot to to, uh, share. 
I, I think it really starts with the relationship that Mike and I have in terms of being, frankly, just foundationally great friends. Uh, we spent years together here at UW-Milwaukee, um, worked on some pretty significant issues together. And I really, really admire Mike's leadership and, and, and how, he, how he operates in so many ways. And so I think um, that, that just sets the stage for this to be a lot easier. We can bring our institutions together around that. I also think we share a lot of common values, and we'll talk more about that in our program, I'm sure, today. Um, but really, it drives why we need to work together, how we can best engage the research, the students, uh, community partners, resources that we share uh, in this, in this uh, larger context. And the other thing is really the draw. I can't tell you how many people in the community continue to say how happy, how pleased, how positive it is that Marquette and UWM work together. I heard this today at a breakfast meeting, just again, reinforcing um, how we work together and the impact that it has in the community. So it really is the forefront. It's, if you will, it's a pull. It's a, it's a pull where we're invited. Um, you know, accidentally, Marquette and UWM have always been in many of the same meetings. But to take that next step and for Mike to reach out and say, what do you think about this type of partnership? Or for me to reach out to Mike and say, here's an opportunity. That's That's the new territory. And so for the last almost decade now, we've been able to forge some things that, frankly, in the history of our community, we really haven't seen before. And I'm really proud of that. Mike, what do you think? You know, I, I like to say that you move at the speed of trust. And Mark and I have a very deep trust of each other. And that relationship, again, as Mark said, sets the tone for our institutions to be able to collaborate together. And I also benefit from spending uh, almost six years at UWM. And so I understand it, its strengths. And I can see how it complements the things that we can do, you know, at Marquette University. And, you know, really, it's it's just very uh, exciting for me that when we can trust each other, we can move forward, uh, we can do great things together. And I th- I really do think that, as Mark pointed out, a, a lot of it has to do with our relationships, but now our faculty and, you know, our staff have learned to trust each other and are really enjoying working with each other. And we just couldn't be more excited that we're embarking, you know, on this challenge together. Ellie, I know that Gene and Chia would like to weigh in on this question, but I do want to just pick up on something Mike just said. We don't need to duplicate what each other are doing. And Mike, knowing what we have, I think gives great opportunities. Um, for example, um, in some areas, we might have a stronger neuroscience person. But in other areas, he's going to have a stronger bioengineering person. It doesn't make sense for cybersecurity at Marquette. It does not make sense for us to, to duplicate and, and be redundant, but rather work with the strengths at each of our respective universities, fill those gaps in at the others to, to meet that. So that's, I think, a really key point playing off what Mike said. Gina, Chia? I mean, I'll, I'll chime in a little bit. Um, it's such a pleasure to be in this conversation. I I think one of you uh, said the word trust, and I think it's very important for for me, having worked with both, you know, not President Lovell when he was here briefly, and then uh, Chancellor Moni, the kind of trust that you have with each other, um, I think it sets a, a really good example as leaders that 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 we need to kind of model that the collaboration that we want our faculty, staff, and our students to carry out. So, to me, it, it's it's really innovative but yet at the same time it's it should be sort of basic ways in which we we function and work with each other uh in this community if we are going to be the the ones lifting uplifting our community 
And I'll add that one of the things I heard Chia say frequently to the teams as they were starting to build is that you really have to start with good relationships. Partnerships require that work to, to build a relationship. And so here we have a great example of our, our two top leaders of our institutions with such a strong working relationship that that has made it possible for all of us to be able to be good partners. Excellent. Thank you. So generally speaking, what roles do UWM and Marquette play in working with others on issues of diversity, equity, and inclusion? And I'm going to start with Chia Vang, please. Thanks, Ellie. That's in my job title, so thank you so much. Um, you know, I I think about this a lot, and I, you know, I'm in this role. This is my message always is that, you know, it's not, DEI is not one person's job. It might be my title, but it's everyone's responsibility from the chancellor, president to everyone on campus uh, are responsible for 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 carrying out DEI work and that the ways in which we make decisions, the ways in which we interact with each other, the ways in which we walk through the student union and how we treat people, that's everyday practice that I want embedded into the things that we do. So um, as a as the two university, I, I think Marquette and UWM, we are the, the catalyst and convener, right? Bringing people together to solve social economic issues. So this partnership to me does exactly that. We bring people together, create the space, and then they are the innovators. They're the ones who come up with these ideas, impactful ways to address issues in our community. So again, it's everybody's responsibility, but at the same time, I think it is the leadership, right? Leadership has to demonstrate that, that we support this, that we expect it, and that it is part of what we do everyday practice in our lived experiences and interactions with each other. Anyone have anything to add there? So I would say in a nutshell, in terms of how we address and, and, and really want to lead in our work with uh, DEI or diversity, equity, and inclusion, it's part of our DNA. It, it's, it's the wiring, and frankly, I think it's what attracts and, and, and helps retain a lot of the individuals to UWM because of our mission as an access university. We're the only campus in the UW system that has that written in, literally, as approved by the legislature in the state of Wisconsin uh, to serve underserved populations to really address needs that otherwise might not be addressed. And I'm really um, proud of how I see uh, with our partnership with Marquette, how they're living that the same way. I was fortunate to be at the president's uh, annual uh, address, uh, probably semi-annual address, pardon me, Mike, uh, last week. And boy, I'm telling you the statistics at Marquette in terms of the further diversification um, and the way that that they're really um, seeking to to reflect the world around them. I know that both Mike and Jean have have perspectives on that, but it's it's a unified effort today. And this challenge around addressing poverty really does underscore uh, recognizing how we see. Uh, whether it's social or public determinants of of health outcomes, um, the role that that we can work on together. But it is very much, as Chia has said, part of our DEI fabric, mission, and, and ultimately our, our our wiring. Yeah, I really like your term, Mark, as part of the DNA of who you are. Because I, Marquette University, there's really two principles. What was founded for first was founded for first generation immigrants that they, they came to Milwaukee. And Jesuit schools around the world have been founded to improve the communities that they're in. 
and how you do that. And that's by serving diverse populations as both students and the diverse members of your community in ways that allows them to achieve their goals and their dreams. And so, again, that's just that's just who we are. And, you know, I spent time at UWM. The, the alignment of that mission for both institutions is there, you know, and in both of us being, you know, you know, community engaged universities from Carnegie is just another example of the ways that, you know, together, you know, we can do great things. And I think it's really driven the questions that we seek to explore and work on. Uh, it has driven the, the people we've sought out to be our partners, our commitment to DEI, and it drives the way we do our work. And we've challenged ourselves in all of our innovation activities um, to be an inclusive innovation community because that really drives, diversity drives innovation. Um, and bringing people together, um, requiring inclusive practices in many of our other innovation fund activities uh, has been really critical for Marquette uh, as we um, try and reflect the world around us and impact the world around us. Great, thank you. You're listening to the UWM Chancellor's Report here on 89.7 WUWM. I'm Ellie Ellis here with UWM Chancellor Mark Money. Our guests today are Mike Lovell, Marquette University President, Jean Hassenlop, Marquette's Vice President for Research and Innovation, and Chia Vang, the Vice Chancellor of UWM's Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. Thanks for joining us today. Um, Mike, I'm going to start with you for this next question. Uh, what is the President's and the Chancellor's Crosstown Challenge? The, the, the President's and Chancellor's Challenge is, is a grant funding opportunity uh, for faculty uh, working together in partnership between uh, Marquette and UWM and uh, at least one, or if not more, community organizations to address disparities uh, and provide solutions uh, that people in Milwaukee face. Uh, we originally launched um, the President's Challenge back in 2018, and we've been doing it since with, in partnership with Johnson Controls. Uh, this year, we're very, very excited to, to bring uh, UWM on board and really focus the challenge this year on how we could address poverty in Milwaukee, its root causes, and how it affects the people of our community. Piggybacking on that, I would um, say, and, and Mike speaks to this often, we've brought the best together. We brought teams together to compete with each other, not against each other in and in, in, in there's a fundamental difference if we can bring our individual collaborative teams together that require us to reach out from uwm to marquette and vice versa put the best together you're just going to get this virtuous cycle because people are going to compete for these um, important funding opportunities to work with community partners so that's what's really powerful about this it's a force magnifier and we bring students in graduate, undergraduate students that learn, but they're making a difference. It's about the impact. So that's what's really exciting about this. And as Mike acknowledged, we are very fortunate to have Johnson Controls support. I expect that in the future uh, for other uh, areas that we will uh, address, we'll have uh, other organizations, foundations, philanthropists, and, and other partners that will want to, to do this. But I really like um, that upward, upward uh, spiral of, of positivity that comes about from this. So, so we don't have to compete with, but we compete in a, in a way that, that brings us uh, our best uh, out in, in many different ways. Chia, why don't you tell us a little bit about how the challenge went from being an idea to a reality? I know my colleague Jean can have a longer history, so she'll, she'll talk more about that. But 
from my perspective, we, we've heard about the, the conversation. Uh, it's all started with that conversation with uh, uh, Mike and Mark. And um, I was invited by Mark to attend a meeting, which I do often uh, attend various meetings. And I wasn't quite sure, right, that um, I'll go to this meeting, I'm not quite sure about this new collaboration. But long story short, just being in conversation with, with Jean and Kelsey and others on her team, um, what's really exciting is that, uh, you know, bringing people together, right, to, to talk about, you know, the challenge and then bringing various community groups together and pairing people. You have uh, teams that were very strong with Marquette and UWM faculty, but they didn't have connections with various community members. So making those connections. So it, it is really convenient and bringing people together. What I was really impressed with with this um, project was that uh, the meetings before with prospective you know, applicants, and the meetings after, it was a lot of work, uh, really thinking through, letting people know uh, wonderful proposals, right? But it didn't tie to poverty, right? So it's those kinds of careful, detailed, intentional, a lot of care put into these kinds of partnerships. It's very obvious when someone is just coming together for the sake of applying for a grant. But you know the kind of intentional relationships that they're forming to really have an impact, that's what we went through. So I think it was really important when we first met, uh, really to think about what the topic would be for this year's challenge. It was all over the board, but it came down to poverty as a, as a again, as I said earlier, a, a fundamental way in which people's well-being right, are, are measured in the ways in which um, if we address poverty, we can address a variety of other areas as well. So at least from my perspective, bringing people together and their ideas uh, it was so important in this process and that came to be we have really strong applicants who had wonderful ideas and we couldn't fund them all right but but then we have more meetings with them and to to give them ideas about what's next for them and all the possibilities so i'll turn it over to g you have much longer history with the project yeah, and I, you know, I think one of the things we had to do is spend some time together, just the Marquette and UWM folks. So Chia, our, my colleague, Mark Harris, my counterpart at UWM, uh, Kelsey Otero from the new Marquette team. We spent a lot of time trying to figure out how we, how would we describe this to our colleagues on our campuses um, so that we had a shared understanding of the purpose of what we were trying to do um, and how we would start to recruit people together. Um, Marquette has a, a small uh, fledgling group of faculty uh, who uh, have created a poverty research initiative. And they agreed to have one of their uh, so, research socials open up to both community members and to UWM colleagues so we could start to bring people together socially um, to, to learn about each other's interests and expertise and, and help those teams start to build along the way. And as Chia pointed out, the real excitement came when these teams started to coalesce. Um, some of our faculty have worked together in the past. Uh, others were encountering each other for the first time. And really seeing how the complementary expertise could start to, to build. And um, there's some exciting ideas out there that didn't get funded in this round that I have um, high hopes for, uh, watching them continue to build their relationships and, and grow their the impact of their work together. How will Milwaukee benefit from addressing poverty through this partnership? 
Mark, do you want to start? Happy to start. Thanks, Ellie. I think three different facets of this are important to recognize. And I'll say the first one is around what Chia and Jean have just talked about in terms of whether you call it impact or outcomes. And when we think about people and families that are in poverty, whether they are individuals who have just come out of prison or individuals who have struggled through years of of poverty and abuse and and other challenges in in the community that, that exist, we will see as a result of this work some needles turn. We will see community agencies that have uh, more, whether it's research partnerships and better understanding or specific actions and the improvement uh, because of working with social welfare, criminal justice, psychology, or other fields of experts that we have on our campuses. And when I talk about impact and outcomes, I want to also note what we're doing is just scratching the surface. That this, this year, this work will um, have impact and, and, and much greater potential and promise uh, downstream. And so it's a turning point. It's an inflection point. I don't want to undersell it, but I also want to recognize that the issues are deep and they're very longstanding in our community around poverty. So this is something that we think um, is important and, and addressed, but, but um, needs a lot of long-term support. So, so that's, that's important to recognize, number one, the impact and outcomes. Number two, the learnings that occur. We're going to find some things that we invest in and bring people together around that don't have the impact. Um, they're, they're simply not going to. They, they may have significant uh, change in organizations that we can't control, or there's, there's much harder areas that, that we're not paying attention to. We learn from that. You, you learn oftentimes from what doesn't work as much as what does, but we need to try things. And so we're going to really put forward what we think are some of the best ideas, the best partnerships that involve community partners, that involve students, that involve our faculty. But the learnings that come from that is the second area of impact. And the third one, is uh, I anticipate that we're going to see some scale that can be brought together for that future long-term investment and impact, whether it's from our universities, other community partners, state, or other grant types of activities. So the scaling of some of these great ideas is what I think will truly impact the community where we have success. And we're building on success. That was something that Mike, throughout this, always looked at as a prime criterion. We don't want to start something brand new. We really want to try to build on where there's success and leverage that in a great way. And Mike's principles and experience uh, with many other um, partnerships has, has, I think, really benefited us an awful lot to have his voice in that way. Mike, what do you think? Well, I agree with everything that Mark said. And uh, yeah, I think he said it pretty well. And, you know, one thing we have to realize at, at both institutions, we have assets that can make our community better. And by doing the challenge, you know, what we're doing is we are turning, you know, our faculty's attention towards the challenges right here in Milwaukee. And once they get engaged with these community-based organizations, community members, the work is just going to continue, even after, even if they didn't get the grant or the, the grant's going to go on. And I foresee uh, this just, again, as Mark said, it's going to scale. It's going to get bigger. Uh, and just because those relationships are, are built, and we talked about trust earlier, you know, now we have you know, organizations, I mean, the one project had nine community organizations involved in the project. Think of all the touch points and how many people those organizations are going to reach. And now we have our faculty and staff 
working with them to really help their influence and help them make even a greater impact with the communities they serve. And so um, I, I couldn't be more excited. And, you know, Mark, I, I, I know we don't want to, you know, oversell this, but this could be something as we continue going forward in the future that really can move the needle in Milwaukee. You know, that question is really important to me because I, I think one of the themes from this round is that the e equal partnership, that the community partners are not an afterthought. They are instrumental. We require that they are instrumental at the table and the equal partner with the two institutions. And I think that's a model because often, you know, researchers, we go out, we, we study and then we're done. But this is impactful for me to think about because they are equally at the table. So it's going to have a significant impact. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. Uh, we have just a few minutes left, but I wanted to ask what's next for Marquette and UWM collaborations. Uh, Mike, do you want to start? You let Mark and I be in a room long enough, there'll be a lot of things <laughs> going to happen. Uh, you know, one of the things that Mark and I have, have talked about a lot is, you know, we 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 are we have a very unique partnership between Marquette UWM and Northwestern Mutual and the NMDSI. We believe that there are more opportunities for either other organizations to get involved in that initiative or us for do other similar type uh, institutes or collaborations with, with other corporate partners and other organizations. And we're constantly talking with other and, and, and probing where might be next. And uh, we already do, I mean, one area we do a, a ton right now is around around water, you know, in 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 heaven walking. And I, I believe there's even greater opportunity there, for example. And again, we don't have we're not gonna announce anything specific today, but just know that that's always part of our conversation uh, when we get together. Mark, anything to add there? I said it well. I would add, you know, some of the new frontiers involve um some of the work that that um uh, looks at at um, whether it's the future of the president chancellor's challenge or uh, some of the work around CEOs uh, against cancer uh, that Mike and I both have, have uh, joined and other possible cancer fundraising opportunities. Again, um, still being developed, still being discussed, but there's some exciting opportunities for us to join forces on an insidious, unfortunately, all too common uh, disease that, that, that strikes too many folks. And if we can use our platforms to help support that, uh, that's just another example. But Mike uh, nailed it in terms of the, the critical areas and so much opportunity and great things that we already have underway. Well, thank you very much. You've been listening to the UWM Chancellor's Report here on 89.7 WUWM. I'm Ellie Ellis here with Chancellor Mark Money from UWM President Mike Lovell from Marquette University and Jean Hassenlop, Marquette's Vice President for Research and Innovation, and Chia Vang, Vice Chancellor of UWM's Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. Thank you all for joining us today. Thanks, Ellie. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Thanks, Thanks. for having us. Thank you. You've been listening to The Chancellor's Report, featuring Mark Monet, Chancellor of the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. If you'd like more information, go to uwm.edu slash chancellor.